Welcome to Israel Jesus Priesthood Nation podcast, an ongoing series of this gospel of the kingdom, featuring the uncut word of God, sponsored by Jeshurun's captives, Israel, the Lord's designated priesthood nation to all the sons and daughters of Adam. And now your host, Brother Jeshurun Jay. The real confrontation at the Lincoln Memorial on January 18, 2019, which the media did not report, occurred between followers, believers of Gentile-initiated Roman Catholic Christianity, the Christians who removed the laws of God off the table, causing the crime, the mass murder, the bedlam, the pandemics across the world, the counterfeit Christianity, and the descendants of the nation of biblically ordained priests whose ancestors the Lord caused the Gentiles to remove into captivity, slavery in 70 AD, then they tortured, murdered, and castrated, and subsequently replaced the original Bible Christians, biblically designated the ordained priests of God, teachers of the law, statutes, and ordinances of God, the priests of God, ordained by the Lord God himself, the Lord's church. You can read more about them in our blog, Identifying God's Priesthood Nation, on our blog page. You're going to want to sit down and strap in for this one, because here we go. Days following the Washington confrontation, I had the great misfortune of watching one Mr. Jonathan Capehart, writer for the Washington Post, a frequent guest on MSNBC, through total ignorance and in front of the entire world, recklessly insult and accuse the entire nation, of which he is almost certainly a part, of being crazies and loonies. A Roman Catholic, Mr. Capehart's extremely unprofessional, ignominious, and emotional outburst occurred during the coverage of the confrontation on January 18, 2019 at the Lincoln Memorial. As Mr. Capehart tried to expound, he had a bad experience with a few individuals whom he, whom, as he described, were attempting to inform him that the Jesus of the Bible, the Lord God of Israel, is totally against sodomy, homosexuality behavior. An admitted homosexual, that interaction, I'm sure, could not have been very pleasant for him. But aren't his religious associations ironical? You can read more about the Catholic Church and its sexual exploits. In our blog, the Catholic Church is liable for its own ungodly sexual behavior. But a few days after Mr. Capehart's televised emotional meltdown, while viewing the same cable news network, I watched one Mr. Chris Matthews, of now canceled cable news hardball fame, report on the same January 18th Lincoln Memorial conflict, featuring the little white teenage individual and the white Indian gentleman, Mr. Phillips, and as Mr. Matthews stated, one other group. Mr. Matthews, also a Roman Catholic, who publicly rationalized the current conflict within the Catholic Church as simply tricky, described the group of predominantly white Gentile Roman Catholic teenagers who the media strangely chose to focus on as innocent participants in the March for Life. He then proceeded to define the initial group of individuals who the teenagers were in confrontation with as a radicalized group of protesters avoiding any further explanation describing who they were. And although the behavior of the group Mr. Matthews lightly referred to was at best repulsive, MSNBC was not alone in their erroneous reporting on the confrontation or the timid one-sided quasi-investigative reporting explaining who all the participants actually were. Many other news outlets appeared to base their reporting on innuendo while of course 
deciding for their entire audience what the facts of the matter actually were. I invite you to read a couple of their articles. You can find them on our blog page, once again, in this article. One from the New York Times, one from Vox.com, the Washington Examiner, and, of course, Front Page Magazine. The news organization Front Page Magazine was especially prejudicial in their reporting, but we will show you exactly who they are in a second. But the small group of individuals that Chris Matthews painstakingly avoided naming had earlier been identified by Mr. Capehart as black Hebrew Israelites. Irate, belligerent, hateful, and even profane, most unfortunately, yes. In this unfortunate case, the Hebrew Israelites shown countless times in the press at the Lincoln Memorial were profane, angry, and dressed in conflicted attire, claiming Hebrew Israelite nationality nonetheless, descendants of the original nation of Israel. But according to the word of God, all those in attendance on January 18th at the Lincoln Memorial appeared to unfortunately be spiritually related. But we'll see in a sec if they were spiritually Israelites. So hold on to that thought. And we're going to show you, yes, it matters. Not all physical Israelites are spiritual Israelites. So while you're sitting in church on Sunday, that needs to be covered. Ask your pastor about it. Scripture. Not as though the word of God had taken none effect, for they are not all Israel which are of Israel. Neither because they are the seed of Abraham are they all children. But in Isaac shall thy seed be called. That is, they which are the children of the flesh, these are not the children of God. But the children of the promise are counted for the seed. Romans chapter 9, verse 6 through 11, verse 24, verse 30 through 33. Scripture. I speak that which I have seen with my father, and ye do that which ye have seen with your father. They answered and said unto him, Abraham is our father. Jesus said unto them, If ye were Abraham's children, ye would do the works of Abraham. But now ye seek to kill me, a man that have told you the truth, which I have heard of God. This did not Abraham. Ye do the works of your father. Then they said unto him, We be not born of fornication, we have one father, even God. Jesus said unto them, If God were your father, ye would love me. For I proceeded forth and came from God. Neither came I of myself, but he sent me. Why do you not understand my speech? Even because you cannot hear my words. Ye are of your father the devil, and the lusts of your father he will do. He was a murderer from the beginning, and abode not in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own. For he is a liar and the father of it. As John chapter 8, verse 38 through 34. Brothers and sisters, true Hebrew Israelites hate no one. As a matter of fact, that's contrary to the very purpose for which we were sent. Scripture. We know that we have passed from death to life because we love the brethren. He that loveth not his brother abideth in death. Whosoever hateth his brother is a murderer, and ye know that no murderer hath eternal life abiding in him. That's 1 John chapter 3, verse 14 through 15. As a designated nation of priests, we are predisposed to look at all sides, and at all sides much deeper. It's often impossible to reach honest and reliable conclusions while utilizing massively flawed yet generally accepted misinformation strained through man-made protocols 
generated and compiled and produced by those who stand to benefit the most from that very disinformation. There are at least three sides to every story, his side, their side, and the truth. So let's begin. We'll utilize the historical verifiable research, shall we not? Let's do some real investigative reporting, shall we? We've already discussed and proven to the, who the Gentiles were in, in our tutorial, who are the Gentiles. So let's look at the black Hebrew Israelites, okay? To begin, as a nation, Hebrew Israelites only come black. A byword created by man, wake up people, we're not talking color. The patriarch Abraham, first person in the Bible called Hebrew, has many physical nations that come from his lineage, all Hebrew, but only one of those nations were called after the name given to his grandson Jacob by God himself, the God of Israel, the children of Israel. Genesis chapter 32, verse 24 through 30, Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14, Ezekiel 36, verse 1 through 23. And you can read more about Hebrew Israelites in our tutorial, Who and What is an Hebrew Israelite? Or you can listen to our podcast for the same information. Or you can read our blog, How Black People and Negroes First Arrived into the Land of Ham, Africa, as Captive Slaves. You see, historically, Black Hebrew Israelites, as they are casually and often misidentified, are not reported in mainstream media. And typically, they don't garner any positive media or press coverage. In fact, every time you see a Hebrew Israelite identified as Black people, the descendants of the children of Israel are rarely mentioned by news or press organizations unless they are inappropriately or disparagingly castigating or chiding someone in public with a Bible in one hand on the street corner, or aligning themselves with those the Lord himself described as having a perpetual hatred for the priests of God and therefore enemies of God's priesthood nation, practicing their own wicked spiritual behavior contrary to that which is written in the word of God. The Bible identifies them as the synagogue of Satan. Edomites, Esau, you can read about them in our tutorial, Esau and Identity Theft. They're also the ones who run the front page magazine, which we just mentioned. But I proudly submit the real descendants of the children of true children of Israel are much more than that. Even worldwide, information the news media will not report. But little is known or understood about Bible Christians, Israelites, neither physically or spiritually. Even less by design is the world's desire to know or understand who the descendants of the ancient Hebrew Israelites are, how they are, or even that we are a nation of people throughout the world who keep the laws of God and serve the biblical Jesus with sincere dedication, much to the world's detriment. And this is why. As Jesus told the Gentile Samaritan at the well, Scripture, ye worship ye know not what. We know what we worship for salvation is of the Jews. Uh, the real Jews, that is, the descendants of Judah, even Jacob, his father. Why did the Lord Jesus, a Hebrew Israelite, tell the Samaritan, who was a Gentile, that salvation was of the Jews? Scripture, what advantage then hath the Jew? Or what profit is there in circumcision? Much in every way, chiefly, because that unto them were committed the oracles of God. What then? Are we better than they? No, and no wise. For we have before proved both Jews and Gentiles that they are all under sin. As it is written, there is none righteous, no, not one. They are all gone out of the way. 
they are together become unprofitable. There is none that doeth good, no, not one. Their throat is an open sepulchre. With their tongues they have used deceit. The poison of asps is under their lips, whose mouths is full of cursing and bitterness. Their feet are swift to shed blood. Destruction and misery are in their way, and the way of peace have they not known. There is no fear of God before their eyes. Romans chapter 3, verse 1 through 2, verse 9 through 10, verse 12 through 18 in the scriptures. But that would certainly explain why Mr. Matthews avoid mentioning the black Hebrew Israelites, even if he identified them incorrectly. Please, let's continue. Full disclosure for those who may not know or be familiar, I too am a Bible Christian, Bible Jesus worshiping Hebrew Israelite. Simply put, to be very clear, a descendant of the biblical Hebrew Israelites that served and worshiped Christ, even Old Testament, well before the Gentiles destroyed the nation of people in 70 AD, the final destruction, the final captivity, sending many of our ancestors into their final worldwide captivity, then proceeding to transform our name and Christian lifestyle into a religion, better known as the Lord's Church. You can read more about us in our blog, The Church. But lack of quantitative reporting has been replaced with that which is decidedly biased and oftentimes hateful disinformation, sloppily manipulated and produced by many reporters like Mr. Capehart or Mr. Matthews and many others. But which one of them would care enough about their profession to make a difference between honest, detailed reporting and traditional, socially acceptable norms, beliefs, often biased reporting used as a cover for ignorance or even deception? So let's correct some of that disinformation right now today. Not all of God's children, spiritual Israelites, are of a Hebrew descent. That's right. I'll read that again. Not all of God's children, spiritual Israelites, are of Hebrew descent. Hebrew Israelites are the original priests of God, as I mentioned before, designated by the Lord Jesus himself to teach all the sons and daughters of Adam how they too can receive eternal life. And yes, that most certainly includes the Gentiles and Esau. Spiritual Israelites, spiritually grafted in, the same way the seed of Jacob were baptized and became the firstborn children of God, the adopted, scripture. And the Lord said unto Moses, when thou goest to return into Egypt, see that thou do all those wonders before Pharaoh, which I put in thine hand, but I will harden his heart and he shall not let the people go. And thou shalt say unto Pharaoh, thus saith the Lord, Israel is my son, even my firstborn. And I say unto thee, let my son go that he may serve me and if thou refuse to let him go, behold, I will slay thy son, even thy firstborn. Exodus chapter 4, verse 21 through 23. Scripture. What then? Israel hath not obtained that which he seeketh for, but the election hath obtained it, and the rest were blinded. According as it is written, God hath given them the spirit of slumber, eyes that they should not see, and ears that they should not hear, unto this day. And David saith, Let their table be made a snare, and a trap, and a stumbling block, and a recompense unto them. Let their eyes be darkened, that they may not see, and bow down their backs always. I say then, have they stumbled, that they should fall? God forbid. But rather through their fall, salvation has come unto the Gentiles, for to provoke them to jealousy. 
Now, if the fall of them be the riches of the world, and the diminishing of them the riches of the Gentile, how much more their fullness? For I speak to you, Gentiles, inasmuch as I am apostle of the Gentiles. Paul is speaking here, brothers and sisters. I magnify mine office. For if the casting away of them be the reconciling of the world, what shall the receiving of them be but life from the dead? For if the first fruit be holy, the lump is also holy. And if the, fruit, and if the root be holy, so are the branches. And if some of the branches be broken off, and thou being a wild olive tree, were grafted in among them, and with them partakest of the root and the fatness of the olive tree, boast not against the branches, but if thou boast, thou bearest not the root, but the root thee. Thou shalt say then, the branches were broken off, that I might be grafted in. Well, because of unbelief they were broken off, and thou standest by faith. Be not high-minded, but fear. For if God spared not the natural branches, take heed lest he also spare not thee. Behold, therefore, the goodness and severity of God on them which fail, severity, but toward thee goodness. If thou continue in his goodness, otherwise thou shalt be cut off. And they also, if they abide not still in unbelief, shall be grafted in. For God is able to graft them in again. For if thou were cut out of an olive tree, which is wild by nature, and were grafted contrary to nature into a good olive tree, how much more shall these, which be the natural branches, be grafted in unto their own olive tree? For I would not, brethren, ye should be ignorant of this mystery, lest ye should be wise in your own conceit, that blindness in part has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles be come in. Romans chapter 11, verse 7 through 13, verse 15 through 25. That's right, spiritual Israelites. Jesus came as a physical Hebrew Israelite through the seed of David. Scripture, as the Father knoweth me, even so I know the Father, and laid on my life for the sheep. And other sheep I have, which are not of this fold, them also I must bring. And they shall hear my voice, and there shall be one fold and one shepherd. John chapter 10, verse 15 through 16. Brothers and sisters, the, this whole thing, the world the complete world and all the inhabitants of it or the, all the inhabitants of the world let's say it like this every person out of every nation on this planet must become spiritual Israelites because Israel is the Lord's name given to Jacob and his seed they were the first nation adopted by God that God gave his name you notice that the, all the people in the Bible none of them have the same none of them have different last names none of them have last names because they all have the same last name, and that last name is Israel, because they were adopted by God. The Lord pulled a nation from among the nations, put his name on them, gave them his word, and sent them out as his priests to teach all the other nations so that they could become spiritually adopted and enter into the family of God. Because the Lord is recreating himself, or the Lord is creating more gods. Let's continue the Feast of Passover and Unleavened Bread that we keep annually, every year. Individuals from every nation gather from across the world to keep the Lord's Feast, His Passover, and the Feast of Unleavened Bread, Tabernacles, Pentecost. But the media doesn't report that, do they? They rarely show you black people, white people, red people, 
all getting together from all across the world, sitting down to keep the Lord's feast. You'll never see that in the media. But what they will show you is a black person being arrested, being shot, being accused of some criminal activity more often than not. That's why we're telling you that Satan is in control of this. And that's why the Lord told you to seek his word so you'll find it. The individuals that everybody thinks would be the most holy people on the planet are the most wicked. As a matter of fact, the Lord tells us in Revelations that Satan gave them their seed power and great authority. If you remember, the Lord never did any grand. He didn't show up in a, in, on, a on a gold color camel <laughs> or gold color mule, you know, with diamonds and rubies all over it. Did he? No, he didn't. He was a humble guy on the, on the planet. He showed up meek. And he, the Lord, the Bible, the word of God says he was not a good looking guy. There was nothing about him that looked appealing so that anyone would desire him. But the world is caught up in the glitz and the glamour. You know, they think that you got to be holy. In order for you to be holy, it's got to be shiny. It's got to be gold filled. It's got to have, you know, all that stuff that goes along with it. This is so not true. So not true. Thousands of Hebrew Israelites and other spiritual Israelites of many nationalities throughout the world worshiping the biblical Jesus, keeping the Lord's holy Sabbath days and his feast days. Together, every seventh day of the week, feasting together several times a year, every year. Not one of us on a street corner. Facts not borne out in the media by any journalist purporting to do investigative reporting about events at the Lincoln Memorial. And yes, even a few of them descendants of Hebrew Israelites. But Israel is the Lord's name. Every person, regardless of race or gender, must become spiritually adopted Israelites, children of God, in order to enter into God's kingdom or become part of the Godhead. You can read more about the Godhead in our tutorial, The Elohim, What is the Godhead? All focus, all these individuals focused on living a righteous lifestyle keeping the laws of God, his statutes, and his ordinances. Every prophet, every disciple, every apostle, every book in the Bible was written by a Hebrew Israelite. Satan knows who we are, and his job is to keep us hidden away. The Lord called us his hidden ones. Satan, he has taken it upon himself to take as many people with him to the lake of fire as possible, because that is a, a future that's, that's already been decided by the Lord because of his wickedness. Every prophet, disciple, apostle, every book in the Bible was written by a Hebrew Israelite, described by King David himself as the Lord's hidden ones. Scripture, keep not thou silence, O God, hold not thy peace, and be not still, O God, for lo, thine enemies make a tumult, and they that hate thee have lifted up the head, they have taken counsel crafty counsel against thy people and consulted against thy hidden ones. They have said, come, let us cut them off from being a nation that the name of Israel may no more be in remembrance. The Psalms chapter 83, verse one through four. David wrote that the name of Israel may be no more in remembrance. He did not say Israeli. Israeli is not the Lord's name. Scripture, I said I would scatter them into corners. I would make the remembrance of them to cease from among men 
Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse 15 through 26. So be honest. Did you or anyone you know remember that the ancient Hebrew Israelites and their descendants are not only a nation of people, but they are the designated, designated priests of God, removed by ship according to the word of God, sold as male and female slaves, and currently in captivity until the Lord's return. I said currently in captivity, not having returned into their land. The Lord said that Israel would be in captivity until his return. That they would be sold as male and female slaves. That they would be scattered throughout the world. That their children would be violently taken from them. That their women would be raped and ravished. Their men would be hung and castrated. That they would be at the bottom of the, every ladder. They would never be able to lend to anyone. They would be hidden away in prison houses. Probably not. Sisters and brothers, if you are an avid reader of God's word, then surely you've read in the scriptures that it was a command of God at one point that Hebrew Israelites not associate with other nations or strangers. Scripture. These 12 Jesus sent forth and commanded them saying, go not into the way of the Gentiles and into any city of the Samaritans enter ye not, but go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And as ye go preaching saying, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Matthew chapter 10, verse 5 through 7. So the Lord came into his own when he came here in the flesh. He came here in the flesh as a Hebrew Israelite to his own people. As my teacher likes to say, to kickstart Israel to get them back on their job. Because even Old Testament, there was a law where the Lord told Israel not to go among the strangers. That was an ordinance of God. He told them not to go among the strangers, don't marry them. And even in the New Testament, remember we read with the Samaritan and asked the Lord, you're not supposed to have anything to do with me because it was a it was an ordinance that the Lord had set forth. So when you see some of these behaviors, and we're going to read about it in a second, when you see Hebrew Israelites out here and they're, you know, castigating people, of course, that's about as bogus as you can get because the Lord didn't tell us that. Before he left here, he told Israel to go into all nations, teaching all people how they too can receive salvation. That's the job of the priests of the Lord. But the separation that you see and some of the divisions that you see in Israel, they've been, they've, they've been around forever. As a matter of fact, you had the Sadducees, you had the Pharisees, you had contention between Paul and the brethren and between Peter and the brethren. So this is what you're reading. When you see this stuff in the news and you see a lot of the contention in the black neighborhood, it's nothing new. Even Old Testament. Scripture, that ye come not among these nations, these that remain among you, neither make mention of the name of their gods, nor cause to swear by them, neither serve them, nor bow yourself unto them, but cleave unto the Lord your God, as ye have done unto this day. For the Lord hath driven out from before you great nations and strong. But as for you, no man hath been able to stand before you unto this day, because the Lord was the, the, the general. The Lord was the, the king. He was the ruler of the nation of Israel. And everywhere they fought, they took the Ark of the Covenant, which represented the presence of the Lord. So when the Lord was with you, you don't lose any battles. You win them all. But to continue. For the Lord hath driven out from before you great nations and strong. But as for you, no man hath been able to stand before you until this day. Take good heed, therefore, unto yourselves that ye love the Lord your God, else 
If ye do any wise, go back and cleave unto the remnants of these nations, even these that remain among you, and shall make marriages with them, and go in unto them, and they to you know for a certainty that the Lord your God will no more drive out any of the nations before you. But they shall be snares and traps unto you, and scourge you in your sides, and thorns in your eyes, until you perish from off this good land which the Lord your God hath given you. Joshua 23, verse 7 through 9, verse 11 through 13. Scripture. When the Lord thy God shall bring thee into the land whither ye goest to possess it, and have cast out many nations before thee, the Hittites, and the Girgashites, and the Amorites, and the Canaanites, and the Persicites, and the Hivites, and the Jebusites, seven nations greater and mightier than thou. And when the Lord thy God shall deliver them before thee, thou shalt smite them, and utterly destroy them. Thou shalt make no covenant with them, nor show mercy unto them. Neither shalt thou make marriages with them. Thy daughter thou shalt not give to his son, nor his daughter shalt thou take unto thy son. For they will turn away thy son from following me, that they may serve other gods. So will the anger of the Lord be kindled against you and destroy thee suddenly. Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 1 through 12. That's Old Testament and New Testament. Up to and until this time. The Lord God Jehovah came as the Son of God in the flesh through the seed of David as an Hebrew Israelite in the name of the Father Jesus to send his priest nation, Hebrew Israelites, to teach all the sons and daughters of Adam how they too could receive eternal life, beginning with Peter, a Hebrew Israelite. Remember the Lord gave Peter the keys to the kingdom. It was at that time that Israel was to go out into other nations and teach everyone else how they too could receive salvation. You can read about it in Acts chapter 11, verse 1 through 26. That's Acts chapter 11, verse 1 through 26. Scripture. And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. That's Mark chapter 16, verse 9 through 10, 12, 15 through 16, and verse 19. Scripture. Then the eleven disciples went away into Galilee, into a mountain where Jesus had appointed them. And when they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. Matthew chapter 28, verse 16 through 20. But let's take a look at another. Romans chapter 9, verse 6 through 33. As was the case in ancient biblical history, there have always been divisions among Hebrew Israelites as well. Do you remember Korah and Dathan? That's nothing new including those Hebrew Israelites, and there are many, that hate the name of Jesus. Mm. Scripture. 
Now when the high priest and the captain of the temple and the chief priests heard these things, they doubted of them whereunto this would grow. And when they had brought them, they set them before the council, and the high priest asked them, saying, Did not we straightly command you that you should not teach in, in this name? And behold, ye have filled Jerusalem with all your doctrine, and intend to bring this man's blood upon us? Then Peter and the other apostles answered and said, We ought to obey God rather than men. <laughs> and to him they agreed. And when they had called the apostles and beaten them, they commanded that they should not speak in the name of Jesus and let them go. And they departed from the presence of the council, rejoicing that they were counted worthy to suffer shame in his name. Acts chapter 5, verse 24, verse 27 through 29, verse 40 through 41. You had the priests of God, the high council, beating up, beating up the apostles because they preached in the name of of Jesus. You had one sect of Israel, you had one group of Israelites beating up another group of Hebrew Israelites over the name of Jesus. So as I said, this is nothing new. The individuals who were at the temple, oh, temple, God forbid. The individuals who were at the Lincoln Memorial, they didn't they don't believe in Jesus. They're not disciples of Jesus Christ. I do. Where I learned about the word of God, all of us are Bible-believing, Jesus-serving Bible Christians that worship on the Sabbath day, a mixed multitude of people all coming together to keep the weekly Sabbath and all the Lord's high days. Scripture. A son honoreth his father and a servant his master. If then I be a father, where is mine honor? And if I be a master, where is my fear? Saith the Lord of hosts unto you, O priest that despise my name, and ye say, Wherein have we despised thy name? Ye offer polluted bread upon mine altar. And ye say, Wherein have we polluted it? And that ye say, The table of the Lord is contemptible. Malachi chapter 1, verse 6 through 7. Before the Lord sent Apostle Peter to teach the Roman Gentile Cornelius, there were no Gentiles in the Lord's church. Acts chapter 10, verse 1 through 48 will will show you that. There were only Hebrew Israelites. There were Hebrew Israelites that did not believe the apostle Peter should have taught the Gentiles. There were, there were Hebrew Israelites that did not believe the apostle Peter should have taught the Gentiles the word of God in the first place. Acts chapter 11, verse one through 18. I'm giving you these scriptures because I'd have you here listening all day. So you'll, you have to take, you know, take some time and, and read these yourself, go back, and play it again and write these scriptures down so that we all can read them together and we can all be edified by what's happening in this in the word of God. That's what this is all about. But remember, there were also some ancient Hebrew Israelites that did not believe the male Gentiles should receive the circumcision either. The key male element of salvation. Acts chapter 15, verse 1 through 39. So there's contention, brothers and sisters, that we're reading about. This is not cut and dry. You know, this has been a challenge from day one. People who agreed to do a certain thing, they agreed to enter into a covenant with the Lord. And almost as soon as they entered into that covenant, they went bogus. And they went so bogus so often that the Lord removed them into all the world, into captivity. And that's what you're looking at today. But there have been in existence 
different sects of the nation of Hebrew Israelites for thousands of years. You can read about them more in Matthew 16, verse 1 through 12. Wouldn't it be interesting to know who their children are today? Hmm? And finally, there are those of us that believe and understand that Jesus is the Messiah and the future King of Israel. But much the way it was at the crucifixion as it is today, there are Hebrew Israelites who unfortunately don't believe that. Matthews chapter 12, I'm sorry, Matthews chapter 27, verse 22 through 26. Scripture, sanctify the Lord of hosts himself and let him be your fear and let him be your dread. And he shall be for a sanctuary, but for a stone of stumbling and for a rock of offense to both houses of Israel, for a gin and for a snare to the inhabitants of Jerusalem. And many among them shall stumble and fall and be broken and be snared and be taken. Isaiah chapter 8, verse 13 through 15. Scripture, unto you therefore which believe he is precious, but unto them which be disobedient, the stone which the builders disallowed, the same is made the head of the corner, and a stone of stumbling, and a rock of offense, even to them which stumble at the word, being disobedient, whereunto also they were appointed. But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that ye should show forth the praises of him who have called you out of darkness into his marvelous light, which in times past were not a people, but are now the people of God, which had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 1 through 10. And brothers and sisters, Although considered to be by most, just like Peter, Paul, and all the other Hebrew Israelites were not a nation of radicalized protesters, crazies, loons, racists, or terrorists. As it turns out, neither were they unlearned or ignorant men. Turns out that perception too was wrong. Scripture. Now, when they saw the boldness of Peter and John, and perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men, they marveled and they took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. Tune in next week to part four of Spiritual Wickedness in High Places. This was just the beginning. Part four is going to be even deeper because we're going to show you who exactly who is who and why it matters. Thank you for joining us. Grace and peace. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Tune in next week to part four of Spiritual Wickedness in High Places. You can find all of our associated links on our website, godheadexpansion.com, with all the associated links. Until then, we wish you grace and peace in Jesus' mighty name. You've been listening to Israel, Jesus Priesthood Nation, brought to you by Jeshurun's Captives with your host, Brother Jeshurun Jay. Israel. Jesus Priesthood Nation. Israel. Jesus Priesthood Nation.